Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on another great topic, talking about telling clients hard truths. So we talk about on this topic, whether we find it uncomfortable or not, you know, whether it's talking about PPC or what's going on in their business, examples of truth that we found hard to, to give and whether it was hard for the client to swallow, what tips do we have? Is there anything we proactively do to help and every way ever? Uh, you know, had to tell a client some hard truths. Now, if you've been in this industry for even if it's like a minimum of two years, I'd say a couple of years, you would have needed to tell some clients the hard truth because how many times have Google or even Microsoft or any other platform changed something and all of a sudden the thing that you used to do, you can't do anymore. The data you used to see, you can't see anymore. There's the settings that you used to use very often, you can't use anymore. <laughs> how many hard truths? would have come out of you know all those updates that we're getting so yes this is a topic that we really should get familiar with and know about and get on top of because it will definitely definitely be like you know what do they call it it's like that bone or that arm that you will need to make sure that you use a lot it'll be that part of your brain that you'll definitely need to use a lot so yeah i hope you get some great takeaways from this on how to go on that journey that you might need to face very soon on telling a client the hard truth so yeah hope you enjoy Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Slack discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions, and even if you do, then follow, follow me on what I'd say is where I am almost every day, LinkedIn. So follow me on LinkedIn. You can either search for the marketing Anu or just type in my name, Anu Adekbola, and you'll find all my posts talking about giving you like all my tips and all the things I think, all the ways that we should be doing paid search in 2024. Or if you're on Instagram and if that's your thing, yeah, why don't you check us out to get our quotes and snippets from previous episodes on the profile at ppcchat underscore roundup. So yeah, we are going to be talking about telling clients hard truths. And as I said earlier on, that is something we really need to be familiar with because it's something that if you work in paid search of late and with all the changes that happen, you will need to do. But before we get to the questions, we just want to also remind you all that this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate, whether it's live during the time between five and six GMT here in UK, or even if it's later on, the questions are really easy to follow and slag. Just go into the questions, go into the thread of each, each questions, and we'll be happy to hear from you. Or if reading through these answers is not your thing and you love me giving you this up-to-date and very expert advice from all over the world, then yes, welcome. Thank you for listening, being an avid listener so far and listening to this episode again. And yeah, 
Hope you enjoy. Let's get straight into the questions. Not, you know, too, not as active as we were last week. Again, I have to say that last week was such a, a very active one where we talked about reimagining PPC and, you know, all the things that we'd like to see, see for the future and what has Im- impacted us the most. One question got 111 answers. Lord, so, but yeah, not as lively as today, but definitely still some very, very interesting answers giving. So yeah, definitely one that you will find some great takeaways from the answers given by our experts. So yeah, let's get into our questions and answers. So Julie starts us off with saying, do you find it uncomfortable to have to tell clients hard truths about either their PPC or their businesses? And if if so, why? And if not, why not? And Julie starts us off saying, yeah, I feel that this is an important part of my job. So telling clients things they don't want to hear doesn't really bother me. I have also been doing this for almost 25 years and I am sure that helps with my comfort level. Robert Brady goes, yeah, I don't think anyone likes to be the bearer of bad news and it feels like delivering bad news when you say that their current offer won't be profitable with current metrics or that they don't have the margins to compete. And I go, yeah, if it's about PPC, sometimes I do find it uncomfortable. If it was something out of my control, I make that very clear and try to communicate that I was actually quite speedy in picking it up on it and if it's about their business definitely not because yeah if we're talking about uncomfortable truth about the way their business is working then that is definitely out of my control and especially if it's something that falls under the category the, the category of them leaving out pertinent information for me to do my job well yeah I don't find it hard to pick up that you know pick up on that and be like guys you know because of this thing that has changed on your side Things can't work in the way they expect them to work. Julia as well says, yeah, it can, Robert, it can depend a lot on your relationship or rapport with the client too. Sarah Steeman goes, I consult to a lot of agencies and it isn't my client. So it makes the conversation more challenging for sure. I am noticing agencies need businesses. So they are taking on work they wouldn't necessarily take on, but everyone is trying to stay afloat in this economy. Sam Tomlinson responds saying, nope, you're not doing anyone any favors by sugar or glossing over hard truths. At the end of the day, if they can't accept the reality, then neither you nor them will be happy. My job isn't to make them feel good or feel happy. It's to give them the best possible chance at achieving their desired outcomes for their business's organization. Growth doesn't happen when everyone is happy and content and comfortable. Ali Medi responds saying, yeah, I did hesitate initially. And now during our discovery call, I clearly mentioned that I will say the truth from my perspective, have found it to be more refreshing and some do get offended, but I try to back up my view with as much data and logic as possible with a caveat that it is my opinion or my version of truth. And because of this, I have clients come back again, even if in that moment, they may not have agreed with what I have to say. And I think that's a very good practice from the get-go make sure you're clear that you are going to tell people hard truths make sure you're clear that it's your opinion your version of the truth because that's how you know you work and that's how you deliver good results so yeah that's i think is a very good tactic there 
Amit Cabra goes, no, I don't find it hard telling clients what they don't necessarily want to hear. Obviously, I don't want to be the person who is always bringing bad news to them. But if it needs to be done, I'm usually the person in the company who does it. Most of the conversations that I have had with clients are mainly around them not being profitable with their ads as their margins don't have a lot of wiggle room. A surprising amount of business owners don't want to believe that. Robert Brady goes, yeah, if you aren't straight with them at the beginning, the pain grows exponentially the further things go along sam is right on sarah goes in my own business the advantage of being small i won't take on a client where i don't believe i can succeed and i don't budge hair amazing and i know sarah really only started you know being freelance or like her own yes yeah, so consultant in in her business like late last year so the fact that even this early on in the business she already has that integrity to say she's not going to take on clients that she doesn't believe will succeed and she's not just trying to take any on any client because she needs to make money i think that's brilliant to hear travis bershaw responds saying i don't hesitate to deliver hard truths but delicacy makes sense. You want to avoid clients feeling backed into a corner or that something is somehow their fault. Pairing a hard truth with, but here are XYZ viable options in the short term and ABC options down the line can help. Alternatively, to unlock X, we need to address Y and Z first. Things as a brilliant strategy. Jawad responding can definitely relate with Sarah. I personally don't take on a client if I know it won't work for them, but have been handed over such clients by agencies where they don't necessarily care about success much but just short-term revenue. Austin Dolman responds saying no before I even sign a contract with them part of my initial pitch is that it'll be transparent with them when things aren't working well whether that's in PPC or another area of the business I'm not there to sugarcoat anything or use vanity metrics to make data look better. My clients appreciate the candidates and employees often come to me with issues or challenges they're facing internally and ask for advice on how to handle those issues. I tend to build pretty deep relationships with my clients to where my transparency leads to them reciprocating the trust. Bryce Liggins responds saying, late to the party on this one, but I enjoy the hard truths. PPC is interesting, don't get me wrong. But what's really interesting is business strategy. PPC can be very effective tool for learning about opportunities and weaknesses. Good PPC managers can see that and translate insights for the business to act on. We then go on to question two and Julie asks, what are some examples of hard truths you have had to tell clients and how was it received? Uh, Jawad goes, yeah, that their product on business model isn't sustainable and ads won't make a difference. And then we have Julie going, I have had to tell clients all the time that they don't have enough budget or they need to consolidate their PPC campaigns so that they do have sufficient budget to actually have a shot at success there. Sometimes they already know and just need someone to say it. And sometimes there is more resistance to the concept. Travis then goes, most recently, it's that testing budgets on Google have gone by the wayside to produce meaningful results. I require clients be willing to invest an absolute minimum of $5,000 monthly in addition to my fees. 
I explain the reasons why and if it's not a good fit, I offer to pick up the conversation at a future date when they can make that investment level work. Sarah Steeman goes, I had to tell a prospect that they would keep having quality issues because their portfolio of clients they were handing two PPC agencies as what they thought was a big book of business was actually 20 individual clients spending too little in an industry that is historically higher touch for ads management. And then Sam Tomlinson goes, yeah, usually it's something along the lines of your business isn't viable. You don't have a sufficient budget to achieve your goals or objectives. You aren't ready to scale or you don't have PMF. I'm not sure what PMF stands for. If anyone knows, please message me. Ads aren't going to save your business if you don't diversify your traffic sources. You don't have an acquisition problem. You have a retention problem. Your product and positioning aren't differentiated in the market so you're likely to see your surplus value generated from paid media go to zero until you solve that. Sarah Stimman goes yeah to what Julie said yeah what you said I have had to spreadsheet it out for them too you are asking for 100 plus campaigns with each campaign budget being four dollars and the average CPC is 215. Math doesn't math imagine four dollars is the campaign budget so that means two clicks and the campaign is over. Sarah Stimman goes yeah your account will never ever get approved in Google ads because it is full of false claims this happens whenever people get very attached to a product and it is sad to see to be honest supplement and herbal medicines especially austin dillman then responds yeah i had to tell the founders of business that paid media was not going to be profitable for them and that their model of selling in general was going to be a huge obstacle for their business they refused to accept that and wanted to hire me anyway i now turned down these opportunities but i set expectations and told them i was willing to run tests for them to prove my point and rule out paid social or search with data they were selling a food product that nobody had ever heard of at a cost higher than most things you'd find in whole foods they made you buy multi-packs of five for pasta sauce pesto and salad dressing at 50 dollars per pack lord i explained the market of people willing to spend that kind of money for something they've never tasted from a brand they've never heard of is likely slim they were against sending samples or single packs due to shipping fees in the end we just couldn't make ads profitable given their low margins and conversion rates the website sucked too and i convinced them to go a different route investing in their website improve email marketing work with influencers and do more traditional marketing they tried to keep me on but i fired myself as i didn't want to waste more of their money founders tend to think their product is the best thing on earth and will go bankrupt trying to make it work Lord. Julia also then goes on saying also telling them that their current offer and or positioning just isn't competitive. That can be a tough one. I mean, it goes most of the conversations I've had are about product and or businesses are not sustainable and ads won't be profitable. River Minkoff says, yeah, your new website is not performing better than your old one is a really hard truth. We've had to tell clients a few times when we have the data to support that it's hard to argue with. And I like to think it softens the blow a little bit. At the end of the day, someone has to say something. Ali then goes, I got a subcontractor white labeling agreements from an old 
print media agency looking to expand digitally, they would charge clients upfront with no account ownership, incorrect reporting, and just pure bad agency practices like we know. No conversion reporting, etc., etc., and they would not standardize a reporting time frame. If a client was billing on 15th, they wanted me to look at their monthly budget at the start of the 15th and then on the 14th, someone did on the 16th, etc. I gave the leadership team the truth. They terminated my contract and did not pay the last invoice. How annoying. And then Judy takes us on to question three saying, what tips do you have for those who are either inexperienced with this or find it really uncomfortable? And Sarah goes, every no is a yes. Also protect your brand or personal or professional. Nothing good can come out of working with a brand that is set up to fail. I agree. Travis Bierschel as well says, goes rehearse. It's like any public speaking endeavor. The more times you practice, write things down, pre-address objections or questions, the smoother it goes live. I can't stress this enough. Austin goes, yeah, it gets easier over time and your confidence will build. Be honest and use facts over feelings. Don't take on something you know you'll fail at simply for a paycheck. It'll hurt you in the long run. Julie goes, remember that it is business and part of your job is to manage that business that can help. Also, don't let it build and build. Honestly, sometimes the anticipation of the conversation is way worse than what actually happens. I mean, it goes, yeah, it gets easier with time and practice, but also remember that they hired you for your expertise. It's our responsibility to be honest and build that trust with our clients. Riva Minkoff responds saying, having data to support your assertions will make you feel a lot more empowered or make it harder for them to argue with you. Riva goes, also no relationship is 100% positive or 100% of the time. And that's what working with clients is a relationship. Julie as well then goes again saying how these conversations goes also has to do with the work you put in along the way and the trust you build with the client. If you have a good working relationship that can also make it easier to give them a stick of the reality gum as I like to call it. Ali goes run the scenarios a good point I always use or look at is the organic conversion rates. If they are poor, I want the clients beforehand that the paid at conversion rates are poorer than organic conversion rates and work backwards if need be. Austin Dillman as well says, be proactive. Biggest complaint I hear from the clients during my initial pitch is that their agency never came to them with feedback issues, opportunities. It's better that you proactively tell them about an issue before they notice something is off and ask you about it. They'll either think you're hiding something or you're not good at your job if you didn't notice the problem in the first place. And I absolutely agree with that. Even with mistakes, even something that you've done wrong, make sure you're the first person to go, Hey, this happened. This was not supposed to happen. This is what I've put in place to ensure it doesn't happen in the future. This is what we're going to do right now to ensure that we get back to a point of good performance for you as quickly as possible. Come with the issue, come with the plan. That's how you actually shine. And it's, you'll be surprised to, to hear that considering you're using a mistake, you've made a mistake and you need to talk about it, but you shine when you show that you can own your mistake and you can plan to, to revert the results of your mistake. So Julia as well says, yeah, great point about looking at the overall conversion rates. 
Ali had a client that should have been a slam dunk for the organic conversion. They had a referral stream that most brands would give anything for and the organic conversions were awful. We kept telling them that meant there was a website problem. It was perpetually under advisement and when our ads didn't perform, that was it. You just can't help some clients get out of their own way. And I said that, yeah, with conversations like this, do it as early as possible. The longer you leave it, the more it becomes a bigger deal than it actually is. Is. most clients will be understanding if they can clearly see that you tried your best with the issue and the hard truth was beyond your control Ali goes yeah it pains me I usually inform them with a generic ge- with a generic infographic or organic versus paid traffic expectations and ask their overall conversion rate as part of the onboarding questionnaire after years of iterating funny part is most clients don't even know their true conversion rates right Robert Brady goes yeah this was actually an assignment in my college marketing program delivering bad news that's a good idea and yeah even yeah everybody's like that's an awesome assignment for life Ali says Julie goes that's fantastic River goes yeah I also went to a workshop on having difficult conversations it helped a lot I've had to have difficult conversations with family, which I feel has definitely helped me in the, in, in the area of work on how to have difficult conversations with people. And we go on to question four, which is our second to last question. Julie asks, is there anything you do proactively to help avoid getting into hard truth situations with clients? And Sarah Steeman goes, yeah, I always talk about my amazing discovery form. Requiring clients to fill this out helps from the start, but also having a measurement plan or goals is critical as well. You wouldn't believe the number of brands and agencies that don't set up goals in 2024. And then Travis goes, would would you be willing to share? Austin Dolman goes, yeah, I build an automated, automated dashboard using Swido that gives them real time access to all of their ad channel data. So they're not wanting, they're not waiting for a weekly report. Most clients lack the expertise to log into the ad channel to find what they need or care about. In short, I wanted them to be able to see actual performance using the metrics they care about in an easy to read format. Julie goes, I try to weed out potential hard truth clients from the start and it is frustrating for all parties when circumstances are firmly in place that will prevent any PBCer from being able to find success with that account if you can identify and avoid to begin with that is awesome despite best efforts though that does not always happen so I make it a point to be very honest and not sugarcoat things right from go that does not mean being mean or unprofessional but instead I want my clients to know that I will always tell them the truth about what is happening or what I think is happening even if I think they don't want to hear it I'm not paid to be a yes woman I am paid to be a consultant and then Travis Bershaw responds say yeah for me it boils down to weaving education into every touch point calls email and even slack messages can be opportunities to drip hard truths into the conversation when it comes to facing reality you have the ability to say remember when we discussed xyz in january and via email today is when we have to address that situation hard truths rarely come from left field they are hard because they are difficult to swallow in certain situations but they are also established that's a brilliant idea Chili goes I will also share that sometimes you have the hard truth conversation and the client is thrilled that the issue is being brought up from an outside perspective internally recognized but ignored issues 
exist in businesses all the time and we can sometimes be the catalyst for them being addressed or at least taken more seriously. Sarah as well says, yeah, when I do one-on-one agency training, I do a training module on relationship building because unless there is a relationship built on trust, these conversations can't happen. Many times clients trust the owner or sales team, but not the PPC lead. And that is where conversations get missed when teams grow. And for the last question, we just thought we'd just share some of our experiences in terms of clients telling us some hard truths. So Julie asks, have you ever had a client tell you a hard truth? So yeah, we've had the hard hard truth of a client saying that they're quitting on us as though they're leaving to use a different agency or they just don't feel like the marketing tech for the marketing tech companies I've worked for that the tech is working for their solutions. We've had those. Sarah Stimman goes, I had a client tell me that ROAS improved because they raised prices the year prior before I started on the account. This was not only a hard truth, but one I needed to know. And then she goes, LMAO, as in laugh my AA off. And Julie as well goes, yeah, if you have been doing this long enough, you will have a client tell you that you are terrible at your job at some point, right? You are not terrible at your job, of course. Travis goes, one that comes to mind is a men's skincare company that I worked with for about six months. Beauty, health, wellness is difficult as it is, but with a relatively undifferentiated product, it became almost impossible to find success on Google ads, especially with a small budget. In short, we didn't have enough at bats to compete each day. We would exhaust our budget and only get hits every few days. The mutual conclusion was to pause ads, reassess the product or offer and return in the future with a, with either a revision or more budget. The client respected this hard truth, especially because it was something we discussed from day one. The hard truth they told me was, I wish we could have made this work and I wish Google didn't have such a hurdle to find success, right? Sarah goes, yeah, very, very accurate in terms of what Julie said in terms of, yeah, if you've been doing long enough, you'll be told that you're terrible at your job. And Julie then finishes our discussion here by saying, yeah, I will add that sometimes the hard truth conversations happen when a client brings some note of dissatisfaction with their PPC to us. And that opens the conversation that includes a hard truth for them. I try really hard to make sure that these conversations are ongoing, but you don't always get the info you need to be prepared for a well we are not really happy with performance for the past few months when it hits you as from your data you thought all was fine so yeah you always need to make sure that you're seeing the same kind of data that that the client is seeing and that your idea of success is what the client thinks is their idea of success because you could be going for a whole month saying like yay you know doing those air punches and you are doing so well and then you get onto your monthly meeting and realize actually no, it hasn't been like that um, at all. So those hard truths should be had more often, Should as, as Travis said, should be, you know, inserted into the regular communication, the emails, the Slack conversations, so that you're fully aware and fully prepared for a, a possible hard truth that's about to happen. Or, and so all the client is prepared for a hard truth that you're about to give. Yeah, so on that note, I hope you found that very useful. We come to the end of the chat for this time this this week and I hope you've gotten some great 
takeaway, great tips that, that is getting you ready for that hard truth that you might need to give to a client, whether it's sooner or later. And yeah, we, if you want to continue this, this, con- this really lovely chat, very interesting chat about how to, you know, have these hard conversations with clients, you can join us on Twitter, on Twitter spaces. We're going to be doing an audio version of this chat. So feel free to join us there. For any feedback about the podcast, please fi- please find me on LinkedIn. You know, be- feel free to jump into my DMs, but thread lightly. If you just ask me for a quick chat or for a quick call, I'll probably say no. If you have a question and you want to get directly to the point and make a, you know, ask advice about how to give hard truths, I am happy to give you some advice on that. You know, happy to answer that kind of question. We also have a PPC chat roundup group on LinkedIn there. So yeah, join us there and, you know, share your advice if you'd like to. It would also be great to all the longstanding and brand new listeners to give this podcast a review and it will really help with the growth strategy of the podcast. You can do that on Spotify by leaving a rating or just leaving a review on Apple Podchaser, Podchaser and the rest. If you just go to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. We also have a fantastic next PPC live event happening April 24th, which is the eve of Brighton SEO. So yeah, please join us there. There's going to be three fantastic speakers. It's going to be a brilliant venue. We've already got that sorted out. Tickets are only £17 right now, which will double in a in, in April, early April. So yeah, please, you know, get on that quickly so that you don't miss out the cheapest versions of this tickets. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.